Hi, this is Bill Prater. Welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is how to monitor, uh, how to monitor compelling event signals on, on LinkedIn. And we'll do that in just seven minutes with Jamie Shanks. Now, Jamie is the CEO of Sales for Life, the world's largest largest digital selling training program for mid-market all the way up to enterprise companies. Sales for Life has trained over 250,000 sales and marketing professionals in dozens of industries. Jamie's workshops have delivered been delivered over six uh, continents uh, for brands like um, Microsoft, Thompson Reuters, Oracle, American Airlines, and many, many more. He's also the CEO of Pipeline Signals, a managed service BPAS firm that's pioneering and compelling event signal intelligence monitoring. I'm looking forward to know more about that. They monitor the entire global account. TAM for their customers looking for selling opportunities and risks. Jamie, it's great to have you here. Bill, thank you so much. Wasn't that a mouthful? <laughs> it was a mouthful. It, I'm so pumped up because you're going to be able to distill all of that down into seven precious minutes. Done. Done. Excellent. So, Jamie, I know you cover a broad spectrum, but who's your ideal client? Our ideal customer is a B2B organization with a growing sales force that has a problem. And that's typically sales generated pipeline at scale. That means that you're not getting the tailwind from marketing. The sellers need to, as a percentage of their quota attainment, self-generate sales pipeline. Oh, beautiful. I love that beautiful description. So uh, the people that are listening to us are wondering, okay, how would I know if I've got a problem that's specifically in Jamie's wheelhouse. So what is that principal problem? The principal problem is looking at what's called pipeline coverage. It's the most important ratio in net new business sales. And what that means is if you needed to close a million dollars between now and Christmas, as an example, you reverse engineer the number of units and the amount of revenue you would need uh, and extrapolate it against the, the win rate that you have. So the average B2B company has a 25% win rate. So that means you would need four times the pipeline. You need $4 million in pipeline to achieve that $1 million by Christmas. Doing that analysis will help you understand the delta that you're at. Are you ahead of the game or are you woefully behind? And that pipeline coverage ratio doesn't lie and it should be your ultimate barometer. Beautiful. I love that very much. So, uh, so that's the specifics. Now, uh, switch just a teeny bit to feelings, emotions. So the, uh, the CEOs, sales managers, team leaders that are listening to us, Jamie, what's, what's going on inside of them that would signal them that they are, they're in this jam you just described? Also, from a sentiment standpoint, if you feel like the playbook, the selling playbook that your team's using was the same playbook from the late 90s and the early 2000s. It's call, email, rinse, repeat. You've come to recognize that the way that you consume knowledge through your mobile phone, through the internet, is different than the way your team is engaging your customers. You're in trouble because the buyer is modern, they're digital, they're social, 
And so from a sentiment standpoint, you should feel that the way you're selling to your customer is the same way you consume uh, ideas for vacations and cars on YouTube. So uh, probably everybody is listening to us. They've been hardwired uh, to solve things themselves. And so when they try to do that, Jimmy, what sort of mistakes do you see uh, uh, people committing or making over and over again? Um, legacy bias, uh, I would say, is probably one of the biggest. So I'm born in 1978. So I'm what's known as a digital immigrant uh, because I was not born with an iPhone in my hand. I was born with a Nintendo that I needed to learn the skills of leveraging a computer for the first time in university, introduced to the, inter the internet in university, had a mobile phone by 25. The reason I'm bringing this up is the playbook that made you successful in the past will not dictate your future. And so the biggest challenge we see with sales leaders, because leaders are the ones that devise the strategy in the sales place and the sellers execute those plays. The biggest challenge is that the leaders believe because what made them successful in their heyday as a seller, that must be the playbook to indoctrinate into their sales community uh, with their team. And that's just not true. It evolves every year. So uh, uh, give us, uh, give our listeners, uh, Jamie, I know you've got lots of uh, ways to help people out, but what's one single free action that our listeners could take, maybe even today, that would help them break this quagmire that they're in, this barrier they've created for themselves? Well, I know that we're on video, so I, for those that are listening, I'll try to describe it. What I'd like everybody to do is take a sheet of paper, and in the center of a sheet of paper, I want you to draw the logo or write the logo of one of your best happiest, successful, active customers. And then circle that name and stare at that name and ask yourself, who cares about that story? From there, draw spider webs outside of that company. And this is what's called the sphere of influence. There are people and companies that, as an example, leave that organization to go on to other businesses. There are those that are the key stakeholders you deal with at those companies that could refer you to businesses. You're trying to find people that have walked a mile in your shoes or have lived around the success you've built within a company, reverse engineering it using a tool like LinkedIn to figure out who used to work there, where have they gone, who could refer me. That singular spider webbing called the sphere of influence built my companies and the 500 global customers around the world that we train, a simple tactical thing you could do using LinkedIn. That's a, that's a beautiful diagram. So you're literally saying you'll be able to identify the actual people by name using that tool you just described. That was so beautiful. I think, Jamie, that you described it verbally well enough that our listeners on audio only will get it totally. So I know you've also got a valuable free resource, a, a free gift for people, and all I have to do is get a hold of you to get it. So where would they go on your website, and what is the free gift? Yeah, so uh, our company, we own two. One is Sales for Life. And if you go on to Sales for Life and you fill in the coaching hotline, we can do a call like this to help you understand. It's a 15 minute call, help you understand best practices. It's an open call mic uh, that will be able to help you uh, with pitfalls and challenges of becoming a modern social digital seller. 
Beautiful. I love that. Social digital seller. Excellent. Hey, Jamie, look, I told you I, I, I was going to ask you seven questions. I lured you on my podcast, but I only thought of six. So what were you waiting for me to ask you? What's the question? And then give us the answer to that question. Well, uh, I'll, I'll give some, some people some leading tactical ideas. The other thing that you should be thinking about, if, if you're looking at your sales organization, the number one element that makes or breaks quota attainment is account selection and prioritization. So the time you spend focused on which account should I focus on today, not tomorrow, matters. I'd recommend check out our company pipeline signals and learn about what's called a compelling event. Humans make decisions in businesses. Humans go into businesses, they leave businesses, they bring with them competitors, they bring relationships. All of this can be monitored in tools like LinkedIn. And it's really important to monitor humans because they're the ultimate leading indicator to where a priority goes in and out of a company. That's fantastic, beautiful. You are you are definitely a wonderful wordsmith. Thanks for sharing this wisdom with us, Jamie. Thank so you everybody, so much. in closing, thank, I didn't mean to cut you off. So in closing, uh, everybody, let's focus on this single fact. And Jamie's pounded on that. Businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as a result of the owners and senior leaders first learning and then applying a proven combination of having the right mindset of a dedication to a system of management. And number three, leveraging high-performance teams, whether within your organization or on the outside. So thanks for listening. Jamie, once again, thanks for being here with us. Thank you so much. Thank you.